0: Yo, yo, yo,
1: everyone.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Just decided that was going to be our intro. <sighs>
1: um, okay, we can test out a couple things. Yeah. Um, hello. Welcome to our pod. <laughs> how, about, how about, hello, you have reached my voicemail. <laughs> <laughs> hello, you have reached the voicemail of Samara Weedman. And welcome to our podcast. <laughs> um, welcome to Between Two Apple Trees. I guess um, we could
0: start out by telling the story of uh, <laughs> the, the origin of the name of our pod. Okay, sounds good. So. <laughs> <laughs> Last year, around this time. A little bit later. A little bit later, yeah. Um, We went to an island a gulf island called pender
1: maybe we should like back up and explain like how we met like where where we are what we're doing okay sure <laughs> <Maybe>. sure yeah <laughs> maybe i should start with my life story yeah you you, um, you start so i was born on just i'm just joking um yeah we basically are tree planting um and last summer Samara and I just met at camp halfway through the season. Had literally never talked to each other before. Literally um, never. Literally never. never. Not one time. Never had talked to each other. I did think she had a nice ass though. That was that was what I kind of that was my impression of her. And she wore this pretty <laughs> cool like zebra button up. So I don't know. I just kind of thought honestly true so. we would yeah. vibe. Mm-hmm. Um, we just needed uh, an icebreaker so to say to get the the friendship flowing. Um Yeah, basically, one day I was sitting at dinner talking about Miley Cyrus. Obviously, had to jump right in
0: because she's my girl. Love her. <laughs> and, and honestly, no one had spoken about her yet. And I was like dying to talk to someone about Miley. I feel like she had dropped something new or I
1: don't know why we were talking about her. I think um, we were both basically
0: saying that we felt bad that people were so hard on her, right?
1: So the reason we were talking about her was because I was telling this story about how my mom and I always fought. Um, over Miley, and oh, I was saying how Miley right. actually had probably, obviously she's she's she has money, and obviously she's been given a lot in life. But I was also saying she probably had a really tough time growing oh up God, in definitely. the fucking spotlight. And then um, doing some things that are more promiscuous, trying to get away from that good girl her, image. Get away from her Disney contract. She wasn't even doing anything yeah. that promiscuous. Literally just no. sticking her tongue out, smoking weed, like smoking salvia, like literally doing all the same shit I was doing. I mean, except there, there, was, there was
0: the foam hand thing, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. I honestly didn't think that was a big deal. Yeah, but like also that was like with Robin Thicke, who ended up having that song blurred lines. That yeah, was like so culture. offensive and everyone was like, Ooh, Miley, like you're fucking, you know, poisoning the minds of the youth and everyone's just like says nothing at the time the same, about Robin Thick.
1: The same people are like, anyways, singing along anyways that's lines. a whole other that's <laughs> just, a whole other episode, but, honestly. Yeah, dude. <laughs> the juices are for sure yeah. blowing. Um yeah, but um, I was just talking about that. Uh, and yeah, we just hit it off. Um, probably within the next week we became friends. Definitely
0: within the next few days we had, like, a three-hour conversation in your tent about probably other people at camp. I feel like we had had started gossiping at that point, which, you know, it happens. It does happen. Yeah. Um, all with the best intentions to just understand the social structure of our environment, you know?
1: classes um.
0: of
1: <laughs> yeah. prevalent camp. Um but yeah, we uh we then kind of just became Uh, besties uh, Samara had it's always sunny in Philadelphia downloaded on her laptop which dude I did bring the USB key again fuck yeah I discovered that I have it so that's a massive weight off my shoulders huge weight off my shoulders too
0: (laughs) yeah I thought I was gonna have to get one USB key shipped out here and I was like oh uh, (laughs) that's like I guess it's easy but it's also just so annoying but no I have it
1: sick um and we started just like smoking weed in my tent and i don't know we just have a really similar like party style (laughs) which is that
0: we are the last people up
1: (laughs) we both have raging fomo yeah um if people
0: be partying we're there yeah except the
1: past couple nights we've been pretty low-key but
0: this is how i was at the beginning of last season too it's just like i'm not gonna you know blow my load at the beginning (laughs) as they say um there's a lot of partying to be done and you know i've been around the block enough times to know that i need to pace myself (laughs) to get to where i want to be at the end of the season in terms of partying i'm just talking about partying here i'm not even talking about planting trees wait you came
1: here to plant trees right (laughs) (laughs) I know shocking um but yeah I I agree I've also been trying to pace myself a bit um so yeah that's that's basically like how we met um and then yeah oh yeah how did this podcast uh come up so we decided to after the
0: season you know people want to blow off some steam (laughs) (laughs) um and one of our friends who we will definitely have on the pod judah absolutely
1: <laughs> judah is going to be probably one of the first
0: guests on this podcast <laughs> sure. he's probably be one of the only people that will like take it seriously enough
1: to literally sit down with us i like, think we're gonna have a lot of people wanting to be on this podcast yeah do you think we'll have people like from outside this camp like on the internet <laughs> maybe if
0: we have enough service we could like zoom someone in okay from... <laughs> <laughs> like... you know what let's not get ahead of ourselves here
1: <laughs> um... video in tim china yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, I mean, like, uh, outside of the company. Oh, wow. Like, just, like, a, a listener. Like, <laughs> Me assuming we have listeners. Anyways. That's, um, like, making
1: so many assumptions. The first assumption being that this is making it to the internet. Yeah. The second being that people are going to be following us closely listening. Yeah. And the third being, I don't know, I guess that we'll have fans willing to on the show but you know it's it's gonna take off i'm just saying it now
0: yeah i mean you miss 100 percent of the shots you don't take so <laughs> i don't know if that applies here and but if
1: nothing else this show will at least be some like laughter therapy because it's i will want to been... listen to
0: this myself me too to, to look back on honestly like i want to take a lot of pictures and stuff but i feel like this is almost this will be more like heartwarming to me down the line oh definitely you know,
1: definitely i mean it this is this is gonna get real Oh, yeah. You know, it's gonna, right now we're pre We're warming up. We're yeah. just chilling in our tents. Except for, we
0: already have had so many insane combos. We should have had this thing on like so many times. <laughs> we
1: honestly, yeah. I y'all sh- missed Y'all missed out. <laughs> I should get a wire.
0: Yeah. Yeah, we should wire ourselves. <laughs> uh Reach out to the FBI. <laughs> <laughs> listen.
1: Yeah. I'm having too many good conversations. Yeah. But listen, Samara and I are both um self proclaimed conversationalists. I think so. so yeah. yeah, and I think,
0: what a, what is there a better way to, you know, nurture our com- conversationalist ways other than making a podcast?
1: I don't think so. Yeah, I mean, this is really the year to go for things. Right? Also,
0: like everyone and their fucking mom has a podcast, so I'm done with. I'm done being like, oh, I don't know if I could do a podcast. Like, <laughs> there's some shit podcasts out there, <laughs> and like, I. You know, don't care. And
1: I think, I, <laughs> I think, don't care. I honestly think people are going to love the grassroots nature of um, our yeah.
0: podcast. Yeah, we fucking picked ourselves up from our bootstraps <laughs> and we made this podcast. Well, it's that, just that's,
1: yeah. That's it's recorded on an iPhone. Yeah. It's in, which in most people right do.
0: I, yeah, the sound quality might not be as crispy as people want it to be, but
1: I mean, maybe if we get it likes, like, subscribers, we'll get a followers, mic. Followers, we'll yeah. get a mic. Um, Michael. okay,
0: but like back to that was a big old tangent. <laughs> yeah. Let's try and finish the story of of Pender okay, uh, oops gave a little bit of a way, so Judah <laughs> <laughs> Judah, um, he's kind of like the the fun coordinator in a literal sense and a figurative sense like yeah like he actually did become the fun coordinator of camp but also he was, yeah. he's sort of like a fun coordinator
1: in life and it sounds boring like that sounds like a boring title like it's, fun coordinator yeah
0: it also sounds kind of like an oxymoron it's like well i guess because i think of fun as being like a spontaneous thing but sometimes you do need someone to to make plans and like encourage
1: yeah. people to do things that they don't think are going to be fun mm Um, I mean, Judah is easily the funniest or the funnest person I have ever met. For sure. Yeah. And every time Judah would pitch something to do at camp last summer, even I would think it's lame. But I would do it anyways. I do it anyways and then have the best time of my entire life. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Like the the puppet show. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. So at the, he was kind of talking about um, going to Pender at the end of the season to do like a little camping trip with some of the people from camp, like whoever was interested. And I wasn't really sure like if he knew someone that had property there, but it turned out like he, there's just a a public <laughs> campsite that we were going to, um, which was a really nice site, but there was just like other families there <laughs> yeah. and we were clearly doing, you know, degenerate stuff. So, I mean, we, we weren't being that bad, but like we just had a lot
1: of like, trash <laughs> spilling out of tents and stuff um, and a lot of noise of course Yeah, and like obviously we were in a bit of a, we were in a different reality than the people camping there were yeah Just... we had
0: come from our like planting world and I felt like I, I tried to be respectful to them but like you know we can only do so much yeah totally but I think, it, I think there was only like one complaint in the end I don't know. Anyways, um, basically, we got we all kind of got there because we had already left camp, so it's not like we went together. We had gone our separate ways, and then we all migrated back to Pender to meet up. And
1: it was a really funny, ragtag team of people too. Like, yeah, it was really interesting because it's um, I mean, everyone there I would consider myself like close friends with and close friends it. with yeah. now. Just at the time, I wasn't necessarily close with everyone. Yeah. Um, but it was basically the perfect scenario for us all to like to just
0: vibe and, and also like yeah. it really was I mean blowing off steam is a funny way to put it but it it really was in a lot of ways because like we definitely had the opportunity to get to know each other but there was like nothing we could we could still sit down and like talk about work but it was it wasn't like we were commiserating about work because work was over you know like yeah we could, we could really like debrief with each other on the season and but also talk about other things too because it wasn't like we were
1: living in that planting world of like only caring about planting totally it was uh and yeah so this this weekend was obviously pretty fucking crazy yeah and i want to say the day that we played disc golf was maybe the best day of my life yes Um, i was at risk like i'm just going to be completely honest about about this on this podcast because i feel like why i don't know like how are we really trying to like no. find the truth no, Like, I, I don't think so we'll, we'll see how like public we make it like i think it's fine okay well like we can also i think we can chop things up in here too right right okay so, so we to. can chop this up yeah well basically like we obviously went to Pinder like to hang out have a good time but also to do like a shit ton of drugs yeah um like, obviously. Yeah. Sugar-coated. No. like i don't want this podcast to be like fake or anything i want to be real and, like, I think that this night's just going to be, like, I'm like, okay, first night ponder, like, just going to be a few beers. Yeah. Maybe a couple jays Chill night, right? Yeah. No, I show up to the beach and Kat, um, wait, I'm not going to name names here. Um, the people we were with. <laughs> <laughs> whatever. Yeah.
0: I guess we've already named Judah, too.
1: Well, whatever. Judah was doing whatever you want to believe he yeah. was doing that weekend. Fair. Um, but anyways, people just offer me, like, Molly as soon as I get there. Um, Which was great of course Um, But anyways it was really amazing We went for this like swim It was super cold But the ocean was like glowing And every stroke I took was Bioluminescence Bioluminescence and you look up Swimming on my back in the freezing fucking cold water Which do we
0: know what that is Like should we explain I don't really know I don't don't think we could explain I think it's like like a hard thing to explain It's the algae It's the algae yeah Um, They're just bioluminescent You can, like, animals. look it up
1: if you want. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Yeah, this isn't, like, a science podcast. No. Yeah.
0: Like... FYI, FYI, if you think this is a science podcast, log off right now.
1: Although, <laughs> although I might do an episode about um, liquid oh, fluoride you thorium, definitely thorium will. reactors. Yeah, like, that'll, be, that...
0: that'll be the one that I can't make it to.
1: i <laughs> <laughs> like, Samara's, like... Samara's sick. Samara's sick. Um, and we're just, just talking about fucking thorium reactors. We're talking about reactors. straight up the thorium revolution, but I'm getting ahead of myself. <laughs> um, Yeah, and then like the the next uh anyways and i like you so on your back and you look up and there's a fucking meteor shower like it was pretty crazy oh, night. yeah wild um anyways the next day we wake up and we're like all right let's just kick off the day with some like nice coffee which was great a little bit of mushrooms yeah that was a bit out of left field but
0: like <laughs> that was like but the next day was like our day like that was, was like, like the, the, day. the full like, day that we were all there and, like, you know, we knew that was the day that things were going to go it off. It was, like,
1: pender-bender, like, today's the day to bend. Yeah. You know? Like, oh,
0: by the way, I don't think we mentioned, but this whole thing was called a pender-bender. Yes. That was the whole thing yeah, that, yeah, like, yeah. drove the the, like,
1: drug yeah yeah the, the drug use yeah um, like there's just no way that that wasn't going to go down we, yeah we all knew it like we came prepared you know yeah. like i just didn't think it was going to happen like so quick off the bat i yeah. guess but the um, next day we
0: knew it was on so yeah we drank a yeah, bunch of coffee drank a bunch of coffee had a J. jay had like a little bit of mushrooms Had a little bit of mushrooms and then pretty soon after that did <laughs> dropped acid i'm pretty sure yeah
1: but like the thing is and I, I did a full and I did literally a quarter of a tab. but I swear to god it must have been distributed unevenly or I think I think it's also it can be
0: dependent on your environment like I think if because we were true, all tripping true. because we were all tripping harder you felt it more
1: I don't know but maybe it was also the mushrooms I took in the morning for sure it could be it could have been a reaction the weed as yeah well.
0: it could have definitely been a reaction between those things like the, they all like LSD and psilocybin all work together in weird ways but anyways
1: yeah i don't really know what was going down but Samara and I were, like, walking to this disc golf course, probably, like, 400 fucking kilometers behind everyone else. (laughs) (laughs) Like, uh, I mean, to me,
0: it literally seemed like 400 kilometers. It it wasn't. It was probably one kilometer.
1: I was, like, at risk of shitting myself
0: because I (laughs) am laughing laughing
1: so hard. I have
0: never laughed that hard in my entire and life.
1: it wasn't just like 40 minutes of laughing it was
0: painful like i, I was honestly was bad. i was annoyed at myself i was like holy fucksner stop
1: fucking laughing like this is <laughs> like, awful we pull up to the disc golf course and at this point i'm thinking like okay like i've like i was coming up on the walk and i was thinking okay like this is probably like the peak of how high i'm gonna be because i only took a quarter top right like there's no way I mean, it's going to get, I'm going to get more high. (laughs) (laughs) I think we smoked a spliff. Yeah. Like before we did the the, disco. Yeah. I can't remember, but I think something like that happened. Anyways, I literally went to the bathroom just so I could take a break from Samara. So (laughs) I could stop laughing. It was like
0: the kind of thing where you look at someone and like, you know, you're like in class in elementary school (laughs) and like, you just have the giggles. You and your friend just have the giggles and you've already been called out by the teacher, but you literally catch their eye and you both just literally, (laughs) it and the teacher's like out (laughs) like the fuck out there was no teacher there but like I felt like I was I felt like someone's gonna kick us out yeah I don't know we were
1: we were like I don't know what it was Judah was trying to explain to us how to play disc golf and we were like not we were not on par. I I was just
0: like this is not gonna happen. I was like there's there's no no way that my body is going to respond to like my brain telling it to throw this disc. I didn't think we were even gonna play it. But then (laughs) I ended up doing pretty good, honestly, I thought.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Juno wanted to play, like, 18 fucking holes. Yeah. It took us how long to play nine? Well,
0: to me, it seemed like, you know, 72
1: hours. But (laughs) I think it
0: actually only took, like... Three,
1: but it was like it was long. dark. It was getting it was dark. Really long. It was really beautiful though. It was like golden hour. Like literally, like just golden sunshine, like through these trees. And the the disc golf course on Pender is absolutely epic. Like, like yeah, I was gonna say just
0: despite me being on acid. I mean, we we went back and like it is equally as impressive sober. We I mean, I wasn't sober fully sober the next day, time we but like I was more, more on it, you know, more, yeah, yeah. more aware of what was going on around me the second time. And that disc golf course, is, and I'm not like a disc golfer. Like I think it's really fun, but I'm not. But super dude, you into totally
1: it. could be. You have the form. You have the vibe. <laughs> you have everything.
0: I, I want to. Like I, um, I got a di- – Judah gave me one of his discs after that, and I kept it at my friend's <laughs> place on Galliano so I can go back. Nice. Um, um
1: but yeah like it was just crazy like like i remember this one hole was like all uphill and we were just like so. that's the hardest one eric was like literally just, just, oh like... he almost fucking
0: clocked me <laughs> dude yeah there was some there were some close calls there but for sure. it was
1: almost impossible it was just impossible yeah it, to play this game it was it was crazy but like I the think, way did we do molly in the, in the one of the there was. A, I don't also. think I did.
0: Honestly, I think I
1: don't think I did either. Like, I, I
0: didn't
1: think I could it handle. Got it. brought out. I, I, I it was, was cracked <laughs> out though. <for> sure. <laughs> yeah, I uh,
0: I think I kept it pretty chill that day, to be perfectly honest. But um, but yeah, that was a really fun course. Also, we still haven't gone to, <laughs> to why we called our podcast. How long
1: has it been? <laughs> um. Anyways, yeah. So why did we call our podcasts? Uh, between two apple trees well there the <laughs> there were two apples. It's been 21 <laughs> minutes dude that's nothing 20 <laughs> minutes of us trying to explain the name of the podcast yeah but like 21 Fair minutes enough. a short podcast that's true but i mean like i mean i'm down to keep going like yeah. i feel like we should just this is like our first one we're just, just rapping don't yeah. even know if this is gonna like make it anywhere like we just need to like fucking prep like like, there's the
0: weirdest podcast
1: <laughs> Fuck it, we should just publish it though. Yeah, I think we should. Like, I feel like people are going to really appreciate how real we are. What am I going to do, like, real run, we are. run
0: for office? And they're going to be like, we found this podcast of you <laughs> talking about you doing acid. Like, whatever. And
1: people are going to be, like, down with it. They'll yeah. be like,
0: yeah, like, we want a president. At that time, and that's, yeah, I mean, that's a, also another discussion. But I think it's funny, like, how people are still, are still like, oh, I don't want this this out there of me because i'm like smoking weed it's like you don't think in 20 years that the people in office are gonna have
1: done every drug like i hope just, that's I wish, how it goes i wish people in office had done every single drug but you want to know yeah. why because maybe they'd actually start to understand people who have addiction well, or people who have like well, oh just people absolutely. in general have like, you
0: seen that there, there's like that poem that somebody wrote that's like i want a president who and then it, it's like all these different things like i want a president who um has like smoked crack i want a president who has like done this or like all these things like that are issues. i want a president who's been to jail yeah exactly you know? like someone
1: who actually knows what it's like I'm, gonna, I'm actually gonna look that up
0: um not that that needs to be we need to talk about that true. Right now, but... okay wait i
1: really have to pee i'll be right back wait um seriously yeah <laughs> <laughs>
0: Hey, podcast listeners. We just wanted to uh, come on here and
1: uh, thank our sponsors. (laughs) So, we have quite a few sponsors today. Um, Our first ever sponsor is. um... (laughs) No. Okay. Laura went to the bathroom. Sup. I'm back, bitches. She's back. What we're talking about? Oh yeah, finally getting to like why we're doing this podcast. So Samara and I were sitting in this hammock between two apple two trees. Fucking apple trees. Um and we decided we have a hilarious banter. Yeah. Great conversation. And like at the end of the day, we come alive in social settings together yeah absolutely like we are i fucking set her up and she i spike it she spikes it yeah we have a really good volley vice versa too true we just play off each other really well and we notice that you know when we're talking people will laugh around us (laughs) but mainly we will laugh around ourselves and that's
0: kind of like Why I would like to have this podcast. You know, like I just, I want to laugh. And if people want to laugh, if people think it's funny, that's great.
1: Yeah. Honestly, like not trying to get too like emotional, but like this year has definitely been a year where I built like a lot of confidence. Like I can tell so much being back at camp. Like I'm such a different person than when I left. Like I'm more confident about trying new things. Like I don't know, like playing poker or like singing or just doing random skills. Like, I used I used to be so insecure to do any any of that shit like only really be okay with doing the stuff I'm good at, but now I don't really care about it. Like I feel like I I'm kind of a I know I have a bolder personality and like that's fine and I'm totally okay with it. And yeah. if you fuck with it, you fuck with it, and I can't mm-hmm. wait to be friends. But if you don't, it's really good that I have a straightforward personality because then you know right away that you don't want to fuck with me, and 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 then fine. we don't have to. Yeah, and like I feel like I I used to be so trying to appease towards everyone's needs and wants but now it's just like yeah it's because we both have like my people people
0: pleaser tendencies and i I still do i i still feel like i mean of course yeah i i don't feel like super confident in doing like whatever i want to do but mostly in situations like this where there's so many people i don't know yeah for sure and it's just like not my comfort zone
1: maybe i feel like a false sense of like comfort in a way because it's like You know, it's obviously, like, my second year, so at least I know what I'm doing. But, obviously, my ego is going to get slammed on the block. Yeah. And that's totally fine. I'm, like, waiting and ready for it.
0: Oh, my God. Yeah, my ego is going to get absolutely... I don't, like, I don't even really have an ego, though. I I I do. I I do. Obviously, everyone does. But, like, yeah, I actually don't need my ego to get slammed. I need somebody to, like build it a little step stool yeah oh well (laughs) no it's not it well oh my god that sounded
1: so sad it's just like no most people don't a lot of people feel that way like most people aren't confident though i just feel like i think honestly a lot of it has to do with maybe a lot of the activism work i did in the past like half a year probably because it's like i have to get up and i have to like be on a mic in front of like 200 plus people and like just get comfortable like speaking up about and talking about super contentious subjects and meetings and like dealing with a lot of conflict that's probably a huge factor yeah and i feel like that has changed me a lot because um i'm just really used to going for what i want and also i mean there's like other things this year like a bunch of life changes that have like prompted me to be a lot more like just cutthroat with my life and be like this is what i want i'm gonna go do this yeah um so it is and also yeah just graduated like i feel like yeah, I don't know. I feel like in a way, like I was in the shower today. I was thinking, I'm like, fuck. Like, am I am I too, like, do I like myself too much right now? You know, no. like, am I gonna get shredded? But then I was like, listen, like, no, like, I don't think that's possible. Yeah, well, it is, but like, well, it I is. I don't know. I don't know. I think, like, honestly, I I'm like, why am I worried that I'm liking myself too much? Like, why don't we just like this what, is a if, good place to start? Like, I think if every, going. I think if
0: everyone liked themselves that much then there would be a lot, like, less issues.
1: Yeah, true. Um, I don't know, I also just feel like I have a lot more, like, empathy for myself, and, like, yeah. And I think the reason why we
0: think that we shouldn't like ourselves that much is because most of society doesn't. And I think it's it's frowned, it's been, it's been frowned upon, like, especially, like, I think our parents' generation, maybe. Like, I don't know, just, like, that Like, to not take time to get to know yourself and like yourself. To just, like, you know, start work, like, go to school, get a job, like, do what you're supposed to do and not, like, necessarily, like, nurture and and cultivate who you are and really get to know that. Women
1: are especially also not supposed to be confident. Like, they're supposed to not be, like, happy with themselves and, like, uh, happy to be achieved, you know? Like, it comes across as arrogant, but, like, I don't really care honestly at this I used to care so much about when we were talking about this the other day like being perceived as arrogant but like honestly now it's just like yeah no I'm I, I don't think I'm th- like the best at whatever but I'm definitely proud of like what I've what done, done so far in my life. Yeah, like, as you should be. I feel like and I, I don't know I feel like that that took a long time for me to get to get here, you know? Like yeah. It was definitely a super tough year for me at the beginning. Like like I mean like postseason it was definitely not the easiest time but like that really kicked me in the ass to be like yo let's let's like let's make something yeah and let's feel good about yourself and like let's change your environment and like be around people that lift you up and you can lift them up too and like yeah i know like maybe maybe that's just like a huge circle jerk but like what's wrong with the circle jerk you know like oh for sure everyone's getting jerked yeah (laughs) like fuck it right yeah no absolutely Um, and yeah i'm just really also trying to be like less apologetic about like talking about talking so much and talking about the things that i like talking about because at the end of the day like i said if you don't like what i'm talking about then just don't fuck with me yeah you know and then there's lots of other people that's great there's lots of other people that might want to talk about what you want to talk about i yeah i definitely find that i i apologize too
0: much totally for sure and it's, like, it's... It, I mean, I think it's sort of, like, a Canadian thing, too. Just of in, course. in passing, just, like, hearing people say sorry all the time. Like you never hear... I I never heard that in other countries.
1: Totally. It, there's a difference, though. There's a difference between being, like, you know, you pass someone, you're like, oh, sorry. Yeah. You know, that's kind of, like, just, like, a... Hey. But I feel as though it, it has, like, seeped into
0: more, like... I find myself saying sorry for things that, like there's absolutely like it just doesn't make sense to say sorry for that yeah and then just constantly putting myself in the position of being the one to apologize i think like totally can have an effect on
1: totally on just like my general the way i carry myself you know totally i feel like i'm always afraid to do the wrong thing in a way like oh my god let's say i see someone and they're like sad about something and i approach them i'm like yo like how are you doing you know yeah i'll always be like oh sorry for bothering you like i'm really yeah. not like i'm always just so like worried that 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 reaching out will be a negative thing or yeah. something like that um i mean you always obviously have to be sensitive in like a lot of those situations but like at the end of the day like people can just maybe just communicate their needs you know and be like "Yo, yeah, like i don't want to talk about that and you're like totally. oh yeah no worries like no pressure um but yeah anyways um i definitely do feel like this has been, I mean, yeah, the past term, of course, was like basically major growth time for me, um, and it's really nice to be here at the at the really good end of it, you know. Yeah. Um, and start a season with this mentality, especially going in like the way I'm going in right now. I feel like it's it's really good that mentally I'm like healthier than I've been probably. Probably this is the mentally healthiest, mentally I've healthiest been. I've ever been in my entire life. Yeah. Probably the best I've ever felt. Is probably right now. That's amazing. You know? It's pretty sweet, yeah. yeah. Um. I, I mean, I'm pretty young, so... Yeah. <laughs> uh, like there's been only so many times. But even small things, for example, like, liking my own voice. Like, yeah. the way I talk, I actually really like my voice now, whereas yeah. you asked me two years ago, and I would never want to hear myself play back on tape, you know? Yeah. Oh, I'm so annoying, right? Or yeah. just small things like that, right? Like, liking your voice, or I really fuck with my own style now, you know? Yeah.
0: And it's like... It's cool. I, I guess it's it's kind of interesting like hearing you. I feel like you you and we've talked about like how introspective we both are, but I think like you've just done more conscious reflection than I have because like I we've discussed this before um but we'll let the pod know that I am turning twenty-nine and Laura's turning twenty three.
1: <laughs> it's kind of a stretch. I like turned I like my birthday's at the end of the year. Okay. Oh. You no know, like, I'm like twenty two. Okay, she's I'm like
0: mid-twenty two. Okay, so she's whatever. She's younger than me. Um and I feel like a lot of the time it's it doesn't seem like it, but then sometimes like it does. Um <laughs> or like it's noticeable to me, but but it's it is interesting because i don't i'm trying to remember like what i was doing when i was 22 i think i was actually cooking at a tree planting camp um and i definitely don't think i felt like that like i i feel like i was way less confident than i am now but i don't even know like i just it's just making me wish that i had done more self-reflection or i had like written in more journals because i i don't really i don't really know what i what i was feeling then like in my mind i feel like i was ex- experimenting and like doing lots of different things and I, i've continued to do that pretty much my my whole life mm-hmm. until now and i still am um but i definitely don't think at that time i would have said i feel like the most mentally stable i i ever have so that's dope for you
1: thanks um, but to be fair like I mean like there was something that really prompted this mm-hmm. like it wasn't like I don't think without that I would have been able to get to this place yeah and like to keep in mind you know I did spend like the past couple of years really struggling in some ways that yeah. I couldn't even talk about that I couldn't even address myself and I was really just like running from the truth for so long and like so so scared and like just really like the feeling of being weak but i don't know it's it's so different for me now because i've just i mean in the past couple of months i've just realized like on my own how actually strong i am and how like how resilient i i am and can yeah. be and i'm definitely going to need those skills for sure here, right yeah. um so i am excited just to take everything i've learned and everything i've been through in the past half a year in the past year um here and I think it will be obviously a physical and it's a mental challenge out there on the block. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, I don't think, I don't think it's going to be anywhere near what I went through this past year. Yeah. Like, I mean, probably not. People say planting makes life easy, but honestly, in a way, life makes planting easy. And that's like, and that's what I felt. It's a hot take. But that's how I felt last summer. Like, I remember I was having one really, really tough day on the block where I was like, hitting basically mental rock bottom like we've all had that day oh, yeah. where it's bag up four and yeah. you're basically like okay so everyone fucking hates me i am scum of the up. earth yeah depression bag up bag up four um i was like i'm scum of the earth i am literally the worst person in life and it was so rough that day like there was something that was just like i really didn't want to be there planting i just like i was like just struggling um but bag up five rolled around and i was really able that day to really channel this one bad like quote-unquote bad or I want to say challenging um, mushrooms trip that I'd had when I was like you were spiraling 18 when I was spiraling really hard and was able to get myself out of that hole I was able to take that trip and apply it on the block yeah and that worked so well and I was able to dig myself out of that hole and
0: mushrooms yeah amazing medicine amazing medicine amazing not
1: drugs Exactly. Exactly. Not drugs. Yeah. And I mean, we—that's a whole other can of worms. I mean, I talk. We will
0: have an episode on that when
1: I finish my book. We'll have an episode. Totally. And I mean, I have like also just so much like anecdotal experience of like how mushrooms has helped Mm -hmm. me through kind of depressive times, but that like that that life experience and also just other life experiences that I had this year, like other you know like any family issues or any other issues that I've ever been through, it's like you're able to take that and bring it to the block with you and be like, yo, like I was able to pull myself out of that mental spiral then and I'm going to do it now. And then it continues that cycle where I guess what I'm trying to say is I guess everything in life you just carry it through, right? Yeah. Like, so you you use the experiences. What, yeah, that's how you live your life is just
0: drawing on your past experiences, which is so much easier. Like it's such a simple concept when you think about it. But
1: but a lot of people don't. But, but yeah, a lot of people don't. But the thing is drawing from your past experiences is like, is like basically having a toolbox of everything that's been happened to you in your yeah. life. And I mean, there's bad things and there's good things. Right. Mm-hmm. But it's kind of your job existing here. It's to take everything, the good and the bad and f- find a way to make that a tool for you to use in the future. Like, but and you have to make it work for you.
0: And that's why I'm saying like, you know, talking to you about, about these things, like is making me, is, is making me look back like at that time in my life. And I, I, and it's making me wish I don't think it's like you know all for nothing like I definitely think I still learn from those experiences but it's making me realize how important it is and it's never too late to start doing this but to actually take the time to like introspect and reflect on your experiences because Mm -hmm. before you know it like years go by and you've done a lot and you've experienced a lot but if you don't like take the the time to Actually think about what you've done and, and what that meant for you and and how it affected your life. You may not learn from it in the same way, or you may totally. not draw on it again. And I feel like you've done a really good job of like, you know, almost like treating it like studying. Like you've yeah, thanks. So. Like you've looked back on it and been like, okay, like where am I going to go from here, and how I'm going to how am I going to use this to. You know, like you were just talking about, like with planting, like how is it going to affect that? And I don't feel like I really did that. I kind of just like made it through and like went on to the next thing. Mm. I I was always like, "What's the next thing?" Like, I'm. I I guess I was just bored really easily, Mm. and I just like wanted to experience so much. But you also
1: did experience a lot. I did. I did. did so many cool things. I did,
0: and I honestly like forget it. I some things I'm like, oh my god, I can't believe I did that because I you know sell myself short sometimes and i'm like oh i just
1: like haven't done that much but i i really have
0: you definitely Um, sell yourself
1: short i mean like even listening to you talk to my parents about like all the shit you even did in the past like year or two i'm like (laughs) damn like you're you're always doing something so cool and like when i talk about you to my friends i'm always like oh yeah like she's so cool she's done this and this and this and this and like oh you're all. but that's like the cool thing about you is that you're always pushing to do something new and exciting and cool yeah and i mean like But, but what I, my point is that I'm going to
0: now going forward, Mm -hmm. um, just like try and doc, document it more in, in some way, like whether it be like journaling or like, totally just, you know, meditating on it or just like taking the time to, to just, you know, acknowledge like what I'm doing and and what it, what it means to me and like how it's, how I'm changing from it. Um, Totally. And, like, low-key, you know, took that cue from you, so... Dude, You thanks. can learn, you know, you learn something every day, even from a fucking 22-year-old. <laughs> That's dope. <laughs> Hashtag humble.
1: <laughs> thanks. Um Yeah, I mean, like, also, it's... I mean I think this way because I was really taught to think this way from a pretty young age Mm -hmm. like my dad like really enforced this concept to me very very young he was like He basically told me, like, from a very young age, you need to take everything that happens to you and make it an advantage for you in your life. Wow.
0: Literally, I couldn't have had more opposite advice. Like, or just that, those, that's never been said to me before in my life.
1: Yeah. um, Yeah. But, like, that was said to me at a very young age, you know, and that's the way I saw life very early on. Yeah. And I I do see myself as a pretty tough person. Yeah. But I think the reason I am tough is because my my dad is very tough. Very, very, very tough guy. And, like, very smart about it too like not just tough to be tough but tough isn't like he will take what happens to him and use it to make him the best person possible yeah and like i think that's my dad's like the exact opposite of that (laughs) really
0: (laughs) not the exact opposite but he just like um i don't think i think he was just like me like he was always just doing something he's also done so many different things so many pivots in life but none of them led to the other one like they're always just like a pivot like something Mm, completely different interesting interesting And, um, yeah, I guess, like, my advice was just to, like, not just to, like, survive, that sounds kind of, like, sad, but it was, it was kind of just to, like, you know, be, it was, like, always just to, like, be happy and healthy. Like, they just, Mm -hmm. like, always wanted me to be, like, you know, as long as you're, as long as you're happy and healthy and, like, there was no, there was no, like, you, there wasn't a lot of pressure, on me right in in a lot of ways in some ways there was but like
1: i knew everything would would always be okay right i i do feel like um pressure can be good and bad and like i wish there was more my parents put pressure on me but like i don't even want to say like they i put a lot of pressure on myself and i think it's just like the way they raised me was to put pressure on myself and like it's I mean if I came home with a bad grade I'm the one who's gonna be crying about it They're not the ones getting mad at me Yeah You know they're They're the ones being like Dude why are you crying Like i grade five just get a better grade yeah. In grade five I got four B's On my report card I didn't get yeah. three <laughs> days And I cried for two days about it I was ten I cried <laughs> for two days I like beat the shit out of myself At a young age I mean I don't do that anymore Um and like I The most stressed I've ever been Was when I was probably Nine or ten Yeah Being like I need to be I need to be getting 100% on everything I do Yeah Or else I'm a fucking failure And I'm never gonna be Literally didn't even know What I wanted to be But wouldn't be Whatever, whatever I decided I, I wanted to be Whatever I decide I want to be Um, But yeah I think that The concept of just like Taking everything in life That happens to you As an advantage It has really Fucking worked for me Yeah Like especially just going through This past semester It's like You're gonna look, you know, right now, this day might feel, like I remember, um, I guess, yeah, like just going through a breakup, I remember, like I won't talk about the specifics, but just talking about the concept of a breakup. Like, I remember thinking the day that it happened, thinking like, fuck, this is a tough day. But I wrote in my journal, like, today might feel like a really hard day, but you're gonna look back at this day. I don't know when it's gonna be. I don't know if it's gonna be a week. I don't know if it's gonna Mm -hmm. be a month. I don't know if it's gonna be three months. I don't know if Mm -hmm. it's gonna be a year. But you're gonna eventually look back at this day and think to yourself, This was the best fucking day of my entire life. Yeah. And it is the best thing that has ever happened to me. And I can definitely say that now I really genuinely feel that way. Yeah, totally. And I think a lot of, like, my recovery, like, journey, that whole process, that was so much about me saying to myself, like, like, it's okay if you don't feel good right now, but you are going to feel feel really good really soon. And, like, knowing that I would feel good soon definitely, like... Sped things up so quick. Well, it's kind of like a "this too shall pass" thing, which is
0: totally. actually something I, I do. It's a mantra that I I do use a lot because, Me too, yeah,
1: yeah, time. It's just time. Everything is time, right? Totally. Like you, you never mean, think you're gonna make it to the other side, but you do. Like you will. I'm here now, and I wish I could tell myself three months ago. I remember. In the morning, like, I'd wake up at, like, the first couple weeks, I'd wake up at, like, 6 a.m. with, like, intense anxiety, right? Like, it was brutal. And I say it wasn't that hard, because it wasn't, but it was. It's really weird. I would wake up with this intense anxiety, and, like, at first, it was literally such a disadvantage to me. It was like, fuck, like, this is really, I can't sleep, I'm feeling horrible. But then, after a couple days, I was like, well, either you can wake up and lie in bed, not able to sleep because you have this anxiety, or you can wake up and you can do abs, and then you can start your work. And then, like, suddenly, this disadvantage became an advantage for me. Yeah. so it's really just all about how you react to some of these things. Yeah,
0: totally. Because they can be um, motivators to, totally. to change your routine, right?
1: Oh, my God. I'd never, going through that breakup, I had never worked out that hard before. Yeah. Like, I was doing, like, yeah, it's so funny. My hand was broken. I was still doing these, like, massive, like, medicine ball slams. Oh, in gym. Nice. Like
0: I love a good medicine ball slam. I loved it. It was so sick. Like, such a good, like, um, release. Totally, to totally. Anger.
1: I was, like, I, I feel like it made me want to be the best I could be and like, it, it was really cool. It was, it was just like such an amazing experience. And the first week I was going like, through this breakup, I was like, "Fuck, I would never wish this on my worst enemy." Yeah. But then three weeks later, I was like, "Actually, I would. This is an amazing experience." And like, I hope everyone totally. goes through this yeah. and makes it to the other side. And it's the same thing with planting and same thing with my, like life in general. So I am just really grateful, like, for for those hardships and like to make them the advantages that maybe you hopefully can find a way can find a way to make them. And the, the bigger you make your toolbox the more resilient you are oh, to sure. further things that yeah. happen to you right yeah I mean like another
0: reason why I have done like I'm, I'm always doing something else doing something like that makes me feel uncomfortable is because like I'm so afraid of complacency and like mm. being too comfortable is that's oh that's basically been my my like driving force like basically since I left high school was just that I never wanted to do anything I never wanted to become comfortable like I always wanted to be challenged and that's all. that's been a you know that's been something for me ever since I was a kid is that if I wasn't challenged I would kind of just like stop even trying and then would not do that well anyways in whatever I was doing because I was just like this is easy and boring to me so yeah I I feel like Going through challenges even uh, You know emotionally like put, throwing yourself Into situations where You know like getting into a relationship Knowing that you might have to Get out of it you know like a lot of people Are scared to take that leap because You know they've been through A breakup before yeah, and, they're totally. like, and they're like I don't want to ever go Through that breakup again But it's like every Breakup is, is Different and you learn so much and also you you can't know the good times without knowing the bad times
1: i mean yeah i mean like all these cliches like they're just so true yeah like they On really are level. yeah <laughs> like they really i mean that's the reason they're cliches right? like did everything i just say was that a cliche like, no it I, wasn't it wasn't yeah. but like the what what you just said like mm-hmm. you have to go through the like the bad to figure out what's good like it's that's obviously so a true though and i guess yeah like I feel like because and that relates to planting too. Oh, totally. Yeah. Like
0: that's why it's so good. That on like a micro level, it's like every single day is like that. Like that's why the days are good because you go out in the morning, have a shit time, but then coming home to like <laughs> yeah, it's to like not dinner. a palace, to like a fucking tent in a gravel pit, you know, is amazing. Like you're just so excited to come home because you're done work and you can just chill.
1: Until but you the have next this day. sense of like accomplishment. accomplishment. You have this yeah. sense of like no matter what happens to you that mm-hmm. day, You did it, you made it, and you're here, and tomorrow you're going to go back out there and do the same fucking thing.
0: But, like, for example, right now, we've been in camp not working, and I'm like, I feel come see come sa about camp. Like I'm just like,
1: you know, yeah, of course. I'm I'm, like
0: happy to be here, but like I know that when I go out and work, I'm gonna be like so excited to come back to camp and just like
1: chill because I'll appreciate it so much more. Yeah, of course. And I mean like I had to take some days off last summer. Um that's kind of a story for another time I guess. Um but I had this like whole fucking situation happen. Um where I literally could not work for a couple days. Yeah. Um yeah like I really just couldn't I couldn't go out. Um and i will vouch for her that it was a valid reason, <laughs> yeah. but we can get into it on we'll another another time. time like and i actually i wanted to go plant i yeah. was literally not allowed to it's
0: it's such a weird i mean yeah this could also be for a more like planting based episode but it's a weird phenomenon like not phenomenon but like how shitty it is to stay in camp and yeah work. it is the it's, worst thing ever it's such ever. a bad feeling i've it actually is never awful. done it but like That's i awesome. could tell That's awesome. i've but as a cook which I was before I planted um I saw people do it all the time and I just saw how hard it was for people and especially people that had to do it like multiple days in a row like you you go stir crazy even though you're outside like yeah
1: it was awful like I I took I had to take I think two shifts off yeah um so like six days maybe five days Mm -hmm. because yeah it was five days because I fucked myself day one um but, and I literally asked if I could go back the next shift, and, like... Yeah. Like, the supervisor, like, Taylor, was, like, no. No. Abso- like, absolutely and not. And you could not have. I don't think you could have. I don't know. It's debatable, but, like, I think I'm glad... I'm, I'm grateful that other people have more common sense than me. Yeah. To be honest. Yeah. um But, yeah, I... Anyways, I was just gonna say that, like, even in my worst day of planting, I would be, like, this is better than, than being home at camp. Yeah. Like, n- literally my worst day on the block was better than being at camp yeah and like that really does say something about about the experience um
0: it's something about everyone else coming home and you like you feel
1: like trash you you feel like like you don't deserve to eat dinner
0: which is like it's so weird i wish i actually wish it wasn't like that and i don't think it has anything to do with everyone else it's just like dude no one
1: gave me any shit for taking time off like no one and like it wasn't the culture it was like actually nothing everyone was so fucking nice to me like people were really supportive but like it was just me like you know and I think it's just because of the type of people that come out here are people that um are really like really hard workers and like just want to be out there if you're not you're not
0: really gonna you're going to leave you're going to leave probably. yeah you
1: either have, you have to be a hard worker on some level either you are one when you come in or you become, become one, one when you get here yeah. um and yeah I, I it was it was actually really hard for me but but then again that challenge also made me appreciate every fucking day on the block oh, so absolutely. much more yeah and this season hopefully i won't have to take days off like yeah. i'm really hoping i'm like expecting yeah i don't know i'm just really hoping not to. um but yeah i think And I think also like this hand situation for me this season, I think it will be an advantage for me in the end, for myself, you know, like not over other people. Yeah, I mean
0: that that is kind of what I thought
1: from the beginning. So Yeah, and I really do appreciate that you said that to me. Yeah. Like when I called you on the phone because you were like probably the person that made me realize like I can actually do this and I could come out here. Yeah. And like it's one thing to think to yourself like oh I can do it but it's another thing to have like someone who knows oh, you be like yeah it's, dude I it's, think you can do it it's huge like, to
0: have like that verbal support from somebody else yeah
1: and I was so worried about coming out here and people being like no like no way you can do this but I'm sure Nick Nick would have said the same thing but I just like know you more than he does no Nick did say the same thing but, but like yeah. but also like I don't know I planned for Nick a few days like, coming for me yeah. yeah totally like you know my personality like yeah. whatever but anyways um I don't I don't even know how we got here to this, this place in conversation. But I, I think that, like, this season is going to be pretty awesome. And I don't know. I just I – I've been getting a really good vibe from people at camp as well. Like, yeah. maybe it's just the beginning of the season, but everyone just seems really happy to be here. Yeah. Like, maybe it's because of COVID. Like, maybe it's because, like, people haven't been around a bunch of their friends for a long time. I
0: think people are really excited to, to potentially be able to, like, be a bit closer, especially because we do have such a big camp. Like, it's really going to feel like – having a full-blown social life like yeah totally like there's uh, over a hundred people in this camp yeah. and um it it and it actually will be really like special if we're able to make it through this two week period and like live in a more normal way like the whole world has been through a lot in terms of the how lives have had to change for covid and like yeah. that's another reason i'm so grateful for this job is like because we're so lucky to be able to like sequester ourselves in a way where we can like
1: live a normal life. live a normal yeah. life
0: it's it's just huge like, i mean
1: everyone's been through i mean i think everyone's been through something different this year like yeah but everyone's had a tough year oh
0: everyone's had a tough year in one way or another and yeah. i think social socially like a lot of people have had a tough time adjusting to whatever whatever they've had to adjust to
1: but- hey between two trees listeners we have second today to thank our sponsors of between two apple trees Um, the first sponsor of today is james's shiny brand new plot cords (laughs) freshly hand washed in the camp sink Um, james for a small fee of uh 25 cents will provide for you a fresh and clean plot cord so you can throw those plots and count those trees slam those thoughts (laughs) Um, our next
0: sponsor we'd like to thank is coffee <laughs> <laughs> just, in general. Just but coffee in general. Specifically, super super strong coffee where you just don't read the instructions and just like throw like seven scoops into something that's supposed to be three and a, three and a half. It goes to
1: show that no matter how much money you spend on a coffee machine, if you don't know the ratio. It doesn't fucking matter. It does not
0: matter. But highly recommend because it pretty much fueled this entire podcast. We are fueled
1: by Taylor's Camp Coffee.
0: Yeah. Thank you. Thank you to them. Um, And then finally, I'd like to thank... um,
1: (laughs) (laughs) um, I'd like to thank... Um,
0: we need to trim this. (laughs) Whatever. Uh,
1: (laughs) What did I even say before? Um, we'd also like to thank Hydro Flask.
0: Oh, yeah. For holding said coffee. And I'm probably
1: going to order their water bottle, so hit me up Hydro Flask (laughs) for, for a pro deal. Um, on top of that, we'd also like to thank, um... Honestly, my I'm like brain dead. I feel
0: like I've talked to you. Yeah, much.
1: I've talked for so long. We'll 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 come on. Oh no, with a there's an ad. ant in here. We're also sponsored by the local ant hill. Thanks so much for providing us tens and tens of precious ants to fuel my rage and provide an outlet for me to kill something other than another human being.
0: And thanks for being so industrious and making your way all the way down to Peter's truck. <laughs> and fucking making your home inside there as well.
1: This podcast is also sponsored by the five drops of apple juice that Peter spilt in his truck (laughs) that have now led to a full-fledged infestation that will probably shut down the entire season. Shout out to Peter. Thanks so much, Peter. Um, And thanks for listening, everyone. Hope you have a great night.